Welcome to The Dental Brief, the world's direct, right-to-the-point podcast produced to get you the information you need to learn and grow your practice. To learn more about our guests and find links to information discussed on our show, visit our website, dentalbrief.com. On to today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Dental Brief. We are here this morning with someone I know a lot of you probably know um, and have read uh, the website from Ignite DDS, uh, Dr. Rice, Dr. David Rice. Say hello. Hey there. How are you today? Hey, we're fantastic. We're glad to have you here. Um, we're up in Denver where we're just a little under zero degrees right now. Um, I think you're down in Florida, yeah? I made it back to Florida just yesterday, so I don't want to tell you guys that it's 80 and sunny, but Sounds about right. Yeah. So, um, you know, a lot of people um, are familiar with Ignite DDS and what you do there. And we'll talk about that here in a little bit. But um, being that you talk to dentists all over the country and that you're with uh, practice managers all over the country, and I mean, you're really, your ear is right to the ground. What are some problems that you're you're hearing from uh, practices and dentists out there that that's a pretty common issue right now? Yeah, the, the number one issue we're facing in dentistry you know, it mirror, it's, it's, it's not new. It mirrors what's happening with the rest of the world, but uh, keeping team members. So dental hygienists, dental assistants, predominantly on the clinical team are deciding that maybe dentistry isn't for them and they're leaving the profession. So there is a, a shortage of dental team members happening and it's, it's happening abruptly. So practices are, are scrambling to figure out how to manage that process. Yeah. And that's, uh, it is right. I'm hearing that. I'm sure our audience is going to love this episode. We'll get it out quickly because it is a, it's an epidemic, right? In the middle of this pandemic, we've got this epidemic going on of um, lack of team members. I know, I know multiple dentists that a lack of uh, proper staffing and team is affecting their ability to maximize their income potential right now, the revenue to the practice, right? And they're kind of caught in this deadly cycle. Um, of no one to answer the phone, no one to assist, how am I supposed to, to help my patient? So, um, you know, there's some real world challenges to that, right? There's, you know, there's some reasons, there's some actual tangible reasons why um, people are leaving dental practices that doesn't really have a lot to do with the dental industry. Income, I believe, is one of them. Um, scheduling is another one. Um, but I know what you want to talk about, and I can tell by the look on your face that you want to talk about the team building, right? So how do we overcome some of these real world issues and, and keep some of these people um, that we might otherwise lose to other industries? Yeah, we, you know, we've done, we've done an okay job in dentistry building teams rather than staffs. And, you know, you can, you can go to any, any big dental meeting in the country and, and still to this day, you hear people say, oh, my staff, my staff, my staff. Well, you know, kind of the reckoning has come. They don't want to be, if you're going to treat me like a staff member rather than a team member, then I can go make as much money to your point financially in lots of other spaces. And I can be safe. I don't have to double down on everything I've done in the past, like I'm doing today. So, you know, I really feel like it's a wake up call for us and an opportunity to sit back and say, boy, if I don't have that team, that I really want. If people are walking out my door today, instead of saying, you know, getting angry or frustrated, which I, I get that initial reaction, but, you know, step back and, and take the time now to start building that team and that culture and, and invest time in, in figuring out who works with you, what matters most to them, what can you help them succeed with in life. And when you get to that other side, um, your team will no longer walk out the door when things get tough. 
So what is the, and this is, I typically don't like to ask negative questions like this, but what is the wrong approach? What are some things that dentists are doing to try to solve the problem that's just adding fuel to the fire? I like that question. You know, I think, and, and, and not from a bad place, right? When things get tough, when we feel like we're backed into a corner, we react. So I think the worst thing to do is just react instead of, you know, maybe going into your private office or finding a space where nobody is and taking a deep breath before you speak. Sure. Because I mean, how often do we do this all the time, right? In our personal lives, our professional lives, we say something, we're like, oh, I wish just, just pull that back in again. So the first thing I think we do wrong is we just, we, we blurb out loud and, and we, and we don't miss, we don't shape the conversation into a good place. We just, we contribute to it being uh, in the bad place that it might be. Yeah. I once uh, heard a, a pretty wise person say that um, relationships, business relationships are typically ruined over a few words, not a few dollars. Right. And I think, uh, I think what you're saying goes right, right along with that. Um, so positive steps, what are some positive steps that, you know, a dentist can take today or practice owner can take today, this morning, as soon as they finish listening, that's what are two or three steps they can take to start building that team and, and to, to uh, really head this problem off before it starts. So uh, can I go in like two slightly different directions? Of course. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So if you have any kind of relationship with your team right now, block an hour or an hour and a half and do it soon. Um, the, the, the great news with most of our schedules is there's opportunities to do that, right? Even though we're, we're kind of slammed on one aspect, we, there, are, there are places in almost all of your schedules who are tuning in today that you can do that. So schedule some time and, and maybe don't go in with any other agenda than to say, hey, it's been crazy this last year. Let's talk about how we can make this practice better for everybody who's at this table. What does that look like? And maybe go around the room one at a time and just get people's feedback. So if I have an office that has some trust in it already, that's, that's where I'm headed ASAP. Sure. Um, yeah. If I don't, if you don't have that, if you feel like, man, the world is upside down, I think the simplest first step for you is start really paying attention to the good things that are happening all day. And they don't need to be big things, but catch somebody doing something right. Pull them aside one-on-one -on -one and point out the specific thing that you really like. And, and again, it doesn't have to be a big deal. Like find the little things, sweat the small stuff. And then maybe the next time you're all together, repoint out those great things that two, three, four people have done to the group. Start building just, you know, some positive mojo with your team where people start to feel a little better a day at a time. Sure. And I found it's, it was difficult for me to understand being in my mid forties, but when I was younger, trying to, I just kind of felt like everybody was motivated by the same things that yeah. I'm motivated by. And then I thought the people around me were motivated, you know, by those things. And so I think when you do set your team down and you ask them in that you know, open kind of forum, what are they motivated? I think you're going to get different answers from different people. Right. But then I think that helps build the team because they can each understand what motivates them and what doesn't motivate them. Um, and then it helps them kind of work together to make their goals. I, I think that's a, a great idea. Um, let's shift gears a little bit. Let's talk about um, Ignite DDS um, for a couple of minutes and kind of tell us about your project. Um, I know, do you still practice dentistry? I do. I practice um, only a couple of days a month, however. So, sure. yeah. Just, just to keep the rust off, I'm assuming. 
yeah, keep the rust off, stay current with technology, you know, kind of, I, I feel like I've always been a believer in it's, it's difficult to try to educate people if you're not in it. So I want to be in yeah. it from um, a leadership standpoint and in it from a clinical standpoint as well. And, I, you know, I'm learning a lot with my new role. I'm back to being an associate again. I love that. So it's, it's both humbling and, and really rewarding and it, it helps, it helps me help other people. So it, it makes it fun. Yeah, that's great. So, and I can see that, right. And taking that step back, seeing things from a different point of view. So tell us a little bit about Ignite DDS. Why'd you start Ignite DDS? Um, and why should our audience check it out? Sure. So, you know, it's, it's going to be 10 years this year that I, I started it and I I'm a teacher at heart. So I always taught part-time at Buffalo's dental school in addition to practicing and, um, Super long story, really short. I had to back away from teaching formally for some practice reasons, and I missed educating. And there's a huge gap. You know, there's this crazy gap. You're in dental school, you're surrounded by friends, as, as hard and arduous as the school is, and you walk out, and all of a sudden you're on your own, and it's overwhelming. So I never had a dentist in my family or in close, so I thought, boy, I'm probably not the only person who felt that way. So we, we kind of kicked off with a small group in Buffalo, New York, and, and quickly realized that lots of young dentists felt the same way. So just ran around the country and tried to help people um, not make all the mistakes I made and not make all the mistakes lots of colleagues of mine have made. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. So tell, tell our audience why they, they need to check out Ignite DDS. What's in it for them? Uh, the, the number one reason I would share with you, um, if it was me, if you thought like I thought is, is true mentorship of like-minded people. The number two reason is there's a massive gap in education and dentistry. So I love, love, love places like Panky Dawson, Spear Kois, but they're out of reach for an awful lot of dentists. Sure. And as a result, Many, many young dentists go to Facebook, YouTube, and believe that they're going to get an education on how to be a great dentist. And I, I hate to bust everybody's bubble. That's not doable. It's just, right. a, you know, it's not even a 30,000 foot view. It's a 60,000 foot view. And it's a lot of opinion, not science. So, you know, Ignite DDS University that launches uh, right around the corner is going to bridge that gap and bring you all the best speakers that I have paid too many tens of thousands of dollars to tell you out loud sure. to see. And it's going to bring them to you for um, an insanely low number and, and hopefully help you get from where you are to where you want to be. That, that's awesome. Love to see how you're giving back and building this community for Dennis. Dr. Rice, we really appreciate you coming on today. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it, guys. Yeah, folks, check out IgniteDDS.com and uh, we appreciate you being here. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. Did you know you can weigh in on today's topic on Facebook? Search The Dental Brief on Facebook or visit our website, DentalBrief.com, and just follow the link. We look forward to having you join us again on another episode of The Dental Brief.